This podcast was produced with the financial support of the European Union and the Council Fund. Contents are the sole responsibility of Kills Alert and do not necessarily reflect the views of the European Union and the Culture Fund. Hello, hello, Linjani Dumelang Murigavo. Oh, my name is Nozuel Maposa, also known as Mapo. This is Girls Aloud, a podcast for every woman, every girl, every everyone. It's an all things female podcast. Can you imagine? And our podcast is supported by Culture Fund Zimbabwe. Like I said, this is a podcast for every woman. So uh, today we'll be talking about sexual health in tertiary institutions. Hello, sir. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you for joining us in the show today. Thank you for having me. Oh, okay. So, um, I understand you're a peer educator. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, uh, people say, like, college is it's an, it's a phase, your experiment, your sexuality and all that. Yeah. What do you think? It is. And it definitely is. Is it safe? What are the safest ways to, of going about this? Um... I can't really say there's the surface way of doing it, okay. but I best believe that the best way to go around it is have someone that you can talk to, okay. be it as a clinical nurse, a counsellor, or a peer educator. Someone okay. who will help you understand the changes that you're going through or that you're facing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think like abstinence is something that can be practiced in tertiary institutions? <laughs> well, to a lesser extent, yes, I do believe that because... It's not everyone who's actually active at university. You so, think so? Yeah. I, in fact, I pretty much know so. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, okay, fine. I don't go <laughs> too deep with this because the reason pretty much is like you say, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm saying, but then it's fine. <laughs> so, yes, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Um, so, yes, in as much as no, not everyone is going to practice abstinence, yes. but it's still fair to educate people about abstinence so that those who are not sexually active can practice abstinence. Okay. So, um, states, they say that one out of five female or women are abused sexually in, in their college time. Why do you think the number is so high? The number one thing is because I think most university or basically my university does not have a policy against okay. sexual harassment. You think? So, oh, really? Yeah. So, like, if you get sexually harassed, uh, what happens? You, you have no grounds. You have no basis. To I mean, lay charges. who says you are sexually harassed? Because you don't have any parameters that say this is sexual harassment. If this has happened, then it's sexual harassment. Basically, it's something that we were still waking on, right? You, so you are really time, raising a relevant point right now. I'm yeah. like, I'm worried. Like, they, seriously? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So are you saying you're, you're basically uh, working on something like... Yes, uh, students were working on having the policy established okay. so that we can work on all those sexual assaults and all of that. Okay. So that everyone can understand when they're sexually assaulted all and right. also get the guards to go and report it. And talk about yeah. it. Okay. Uh, okay, but then, since you're working on this in the meantime, but then what do you think can be done to reduce the numbers? Without the policy, I think the only way is just to educate people. All right. right. But then do educator. you hold these workshops as, as a peer educator? Do you have these yes, workshops? Yes, definitely we do. It's just that I don't understand people at times. Right. Um, they want to be pushed to get this kind of information. All right. Right. But if people could just turn out in numbers, yes. then it would be pretty much easier for peer educators to just disseminate this information each and every time. Oh, but okay. for now, the best way is just educate them about sexual assault and all. Oh, all right. Um, also... 
STIs and like they are reported uh, to be higher in tertiary institutions than anywhere in Zimbabwe. Do you do you think students aren't educated enough about you know STIs, abstinence, uh, prevention, and you know? Yeah. Um, sometimes I think it's not a matter of it being enough. Yeah. It's a matter of using the right people to disseminate the information. Okay. So like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. What people do you think should be used to disseminate information? Okay, so let me give you an example. Yeah. When I was a first year student, I was already sexually active and okay. very wild. Yeah. And the people who used to educate me about SRH issues okay. they were very shy. All right. And they made it seem like sex was just, it was all, it's like you'll meet one partner, have okay. sex, there are no STIs, the, you know, stuff like that. Okay. But it, it's not really true. I yeah. mean, we do a lot of things, a lot. So if we could have the right people, people who have been exposed to that word or people who are not shy to talk about to those talk things about it, yes. openly then I think it will go a long way the message will definitely go a long way so the, do you think you're the right person for this like as a what? PhD kid I'm great <laughs> <laughs> okay but fine now do you think it's a matter of negligence or uh, not being well educated and how do we end either of the two yeah I think it's both um, as a part of negligence I mean we do have condoms given for free. Okay. And then people come from the club just one night. No, and I'm they sorry, just but then on the on the free condoms part, I mean, you're giving people amat dimbari, like the mbadas, you know, try the Jordans, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the name. Jeez, no. people hate those condoms. <laughs> no, but, guys. But those are not the, the, the only condoms that people are given those days. Yes, and besides, you give people, people female condoms. Exactly. How many female? How many females out of 10 use female condoms? It might be one. Exactly, that's my point. Exactly, <laughs> I'm not saying so, give yeah. word direct or correct, but then I'm just saying at least you know, you know, just I'm not calling it one I do, but the bottom line is people are negligent. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, education, the education part. Yeah. As per the education part, like as I already mentioned, yeah. uh, if we work on people to disseminate the information, okay. then as far as condoms are concerned, I mean. We mustn't just leave them by the toilet only. Even okay. by the rooms, you know, like... By the hostels and... Exactly. Common room so that when you exactly. get access Exactly. You just them. get access anywhere and Not everywhere. please don't. <laughs> <laughs> a condom is a condom. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, what's it on this? Okay, can you talk about the lecturer-student relationship? You know, it's it, it, it's as common as blesser and blesser relationship in universities. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you know, but then uh, what implications does it have on female students and um, on the lecture as well, you know? So on that part, I'm and, not really yes. uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but from the little bit that I've seen. Yes. Uh, it might have a negative implication on the on, on the female and the students. You know. Relationships are so complicated. You fight, you break up, you make up, and imagine if you're a lecturer and yes. teaching uh, your girlfriend, yes. and you are going through some stuff. Definitely, she's going to be affected, getting low marks and stuff like that. So, in terms of regulations, I feel like a relationship, yes, that kind of a relationship should be communicated with the chairperson of the department. No, but I'm just saying, if these are adults, okay? Yeah. Yes, and then. I, I think okay fine my question is do you think they should be regulated uh, like people have to communicate with the chairperson I say I'm going to have a boyfriend I'm going to have a boyfriend 
it's different. Because, cause, <laughs> no, it's that's different. What you say, the lecturer might give a number and less marks and whatever. Mm-hmm. My point is, which means a lecturer is a professionalism because you should be able to separate your relationship, personal relationship, and your work relationship. But let's be honest, guys. If we are being honest with ourselves, yes. we, we both understand that. I mean, but we people have are that, people. We have those relationships outside, outside the university. Where someone is a boss and someone has seven under that boss or anything, but then I see in Jalo. So like I'm saying these are adults. Do you think what yeah. like 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 for people to date lecturers? Uh, I don't know, but in my own opinion and yes. my own view, yes. those relationships should definitely be regulated. Okay, fine. Say you find a lecturer, the junior lecturer, he's mm. 30, he's looking nice and you like him. What would you do? I'll definitely go for him, but I will follow and the regulations the that have been going. the chairperson. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the regulations stipulated by the university, news. so I'm going to go through with oh, them. Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, okay, fine. Yeah. Let's just leave that one. Okay. Um, we've had female students, okay. They've, some have died and, uh, you know, trying to abort. Right. Do you think those things should be regulated at school as well? Abortions, fine. Let's not talk about the constitution, first of all, but mm-hmm. then... <sighs> Abortion. Yes. Well, it's very hard to talk about abortion within the institution and not... Uh, In the constitution. Okay, the fine. Constitution. You can touch the constitution as well. Yes. I feel like... Um, Abortion should be legalized. Should oh, okay. have been legalized a long time ago. I mean, oh, okay. what's the point? What's the basis of us not legalizing abortion? It still happens. Why do you think it should be legalized? What's the point? What's the basis? Why do you think it should be legalized? It's because we do abort at the end of the day. I mean, we are under so many, so much pressure, and we are so many circumstances okay. that at the end of the day, we find ourselves carrying the babies that we don't want to okay. mother in the future. Right. So the best way at the end of the day you just want to abort but then you can't because the law is against that so I think we should really mm. okay interesting uh, so can you just talk about revenge porn why <laughs> why is it common in tertiary institutions I think the first thing is because we're too experimental okay and we do a lot of things in that phase All right. like just pleasing your partner pleasing yourselves you know, taking note pictures, right. six stepping and all that. And then at the end of the day, and again, on the experimental phase, I mean, we, you, you just move from one relationship to another. There's just so many people. You meet a new guy every now and then. So at the end of the day, so many hearts get broken. Okay. And when they do, the best way to get back at your partner who left you for someone else is revenge porn. You know, just leaking their sex types, leaking okay, their then, pictures. That's very petty. Anyways, but then uh, these are very hard on female students than, than they are on male students. Why? True. I, I think it's the conformed rules of the society. Okay. I mean, it's always been male-dominant. Mm, right. So people really don't care about men. Men can pick themselves up. Men are men. But as a female student, I mean, duh, you've lost your dignity and something of that nature. So I think we should actually try and change how we look at females okay. females as well Okay. Uh, so why isn't anyone being arrested for distribution of his porn videos and all that yeah, I think it goes down to cyberbullying. Cyberbullying right. is really not taken seriously Okay. I think but then I mean your reputation is ruined like. yes it is but then it's like cyber, I think cyberbullying is like day trip in Zimbabwe I, 
people basically don't care about that. Okay. I mean, it happened, it happened. Okay. It ends up being your fault other All than right. someone else's fault. There's no victim. Okay. Again, just talk about the, you know, the queer student. Yeah. For now, okay. Uh, uh, if peer education platforms, I mean, like, say what, put anything in place for the queer students? To be honest, not that I'm aware of. Why? Because we have many queers in tertiary institutions. Very, very true. Very, very true. I actually have lots of friends who are queers. But the problem is, I don't think they are pretty much looked into. They're Why not? not they are students as well. They have sex. I do not have any idea whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maybe fine. it goes down to the constitution of Zimbabwe. Okay, I fine. Don't know. Okay, fine. So, but do you think the former student is more vulnerable to sex all hazards in uh, these tertiary institutions? Uh, well, yeah, they are. Oh, and how do you make them safer? So the first thing is most girls like confidence. Oh, okay. And I mean, you're having sex with this guy, you don't mind to check his penis as rude as that sounds. Yes. And if he says we can't use a condom, you, you just you just want to agree to it because he's a guy you're in love. I mean, if you're confident enough, you can tell that guy, nigga, we need to use the condoms. Okay. So, yeah, I think they're more vulnerable due to lack of confidence. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, a bit and talk about our mental health. Right. Uh, mainly, it's just uh, it's linked to their relationships, student relationships. Right. Um. How, how do we protect our students from these mental health, mental health problems, mental breakdowns, uh, student suicides, and all those mental issues? I definitely say we really need neutral individuals. Okay. I mean, sometimes peer educators can be looked at as biased. All right. But then, if you have counselors okay. within the school, I mean, psychological counselors, it could literally help students. I mean, a lot of students need counseling, they need people to talk to, but you have no one to talk to because, I mean, it's university. You All know, right. you tell someone your story is going to be out at the end of the day. Court dog eats dog very. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, if we have counselors, clinical nurses that are not biased, it would really be easy because you find someone to talk to, someone who's not going to laugh about myometers or take them to the newspapers. All and right. All right. Okay. Thank you. Let's just take a break. And then after the break, we'll look at our audience reviews. Thank you. This podcast was produced with the financial support of the European Union and the Council Party. Contents are the sole responsibility of Kills Allowed and do not necessarily reflect the views of the European Union and the Culture Fund. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Okay, so I'll just go, uh, go straight to the responses. Um, the first one, Oti, the campus nurse at school is very loud. I know <laughs> a lot of people who don't go to seek help because of her. <laughs> That might be true. Yes. I've, I've had that before. I've, I've really had that before. But again, no one can be 100% efficient. Hence the reason why I think that we should have more counsellors. All right. So, okay. Yeah. Speaking of counsellors, other one uh, said, my college counsellor was never really helpful. Uh, you'd go to her with genuine problems. Instead of helping, she would start laughing at you. Uh, no, sorry, judging you instead. <laughs> okay. Um, at first, I think 
we should really, really know who we're hiring. Okay. In as terms an institution. Of, yes, as yes. an institution. In terms of their qualifications. Okay. Is that person really a professionally trained psychological counselor? But then, okay, fine. Just Can I just someone? catch off a bit? Yeah. Some people, fine, they might be, you know, qualified, okay. Mm-hmm. But then I just think probably these people when they're going to this institution is there this mentality you're I'm a students they just misbehave like yeah, 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 yeah. they just feel like they're under the let's call you what I'm saying that could be true as well very very okay. true but then at the end of the day we need, do need those people yeah no, so, that's true that's true I guess it's something that we have to work on until we find a better solution as for now, we just have clinical counselors and clinical nurses and psychological counselors. So that's basically Features what we really have to stick yes. to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, further. Okay, that one. So I think no matter how sexual health is preached and at these institutions, when these students, uh, or rather, let me say youth, move away from their parents, yeah. they, they start to misbehave. And I don't blame the parents for that. I blame the parents for that, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Most of those kids come from very strict backgrounds. You can imagine what happens when they test freedom. That is also true. But unfortunately, uh, I was never from that kind of a background. Oh, okay. Strict parents and all okay. that. Yes. So I can't relate. But although I do know of such situations. And so, yes, it takes us back to education. So now we're, on, we're not saying we should only educate students. We also should educate parents. the parents. As I mean, well. parents should know that they should engage with their children. They should engage because they're at a stage where they're experimental and they're learning more and they're getting exposed to freedom. Oh, because I've seen like I've seen some students at school. You know, like at the end of the semester, they would leave their jeans behind at school. <laughs> you know, because yes, at home, yes, all the <laughs> Okay, okay, moving on. Yeah. Um, we would see most students, women especially, uh, female students especially, tend to use sex in return of favors, be it food, groceries, distinctions from a lecturer, and all that. So, to, to, to protect your child from all this, make sure you have a month allowance. Like, that can just go a long way. Uh, it is much as we can make this sound so simple. Yes. It's not. Just look at the Zimbabwe situation. I mean, the economic situation so is so bad. So then you have to bad. use yourself. Sweetie, I mean, at this point in time, your parents yes. have done enough to pay for the fees. And you but then, know... But the only thing that you need, though? Do you need fees only? Because you need food. No, you don't you need, need fees. To print, but you need then... assignments and... Uh, you need but, to go but, out. But then let, let, let's check it out. Yes. Would you rather not go to school? Because they can't afford groceries. Would of you course know that not, I mean? but then would I rather you have see, a lesser place that we spoke about <laughs> relationship or lecture relationship that we spoke uh, about earlier on? If, if we're not being hypocrites, yes. where exactly is the difference? I'm, I'm not sure. Yes. I'm asking, what exactly is the difference between the lesser relationship to that of a boyfriend? Because at the end of the day, it's a relationship, you're having sex. Hmm. Okay. That's quite interesting. <laughs> That's an interesting. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So um, Kefine, moving on. Uh, Gandhi Vele, what's with those varsity students and sex tips? Peratina says, "Sao ham, to certain to certain universities." Yeah, about that. Unfortunately, you know the world's changing. Everybody's trying to be bougie. 
you yeah. know. So then Watching. you think what are uh, seeking like they're looking for relevance through the six steps. Definitely. I mean what really happens in these in these universities? On, on the six step part. I can't yes. really say because yes. I'm not even aware. Okay. Um but I just assume that ah, sometimes it's desperation for attention. Right. Sometimes it's just being trying to be someone else. I mean, people are being bearing out there. All they're right. really trying to be what they're not. Okay. You see. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Um, some of those kids when they go to varsity, Bahamba, they're straight. Mm. But when they come back, <laughs> they're either they gay or lesbian. It's so worrying. Yeah. Um, on that part, sometimes it happens that someone would have actually noted that they're not straight okay. from the word go but right. they have been pretending to be straight because they're home right. and then when they're out there they now feel like why am I doing this? Why am I hiding? Because yes, my mom is not gay. Exactly. Um, and you find a very attractive partner and you're like you know what let me just get out with it and then let me just be gay or let me just be lesbian. Uh, but sometimes it really happens as a measure of heartbreak. Okay. This one I have seen it firsthand. Okay. A girl gets heartbroken like three times and just like no I'm done. So, I'm done with uh, so at, at like, what, like like we said earlier on, we should really look at mental mental health among students. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. all right. Uh, so, uh, moving on, when you see university, you have an option of you have a choice of actually coming out with a death certificate, <laughs> marriage certificate, birth certificate, or the degree certificate that you you initially <laughs> went to school for. I think university very sort of like more. <laughs> What's your take? I'm not disputing that. I'm not. It's very, very true. Okay, but then I'm, I'm like, okay, there's a lot happening in these institutions. Yes. Okay, okay, how do you balance the two? Like, okay, fine, not the two. Fine, but there's a lot. He has how to balance school, the marriages, the death, and all that. How do you balance? Would he just take care from from all these things on as landang as school and get what you want? Because we've already spoke up, spoken mm-hmm. about using sex to get food. <laughs> we've used, we've spoken about so sex to get relevance, to be relevant. Yes. To yes. gain relevance. So, like, how do you avoid that? Do you teach that as peer educators? Yeah, it is taught. But, yes. you know, the environment itself, it's just so enhancing. Okay. The environment, the, the, the environment of a college or university it's what enhances all those activities. Okay. So at the end of the day, above teaching, okay. I mean, people should just understand who they are, you know. All right. You should just understand who you are, what you're here for, and what you like, you okay. know. Personally, I would go out and party. All right. Like, I would. And then the, the next day, if it's a Sunday and I want to go to church, I'll pick up, wear my formal, wear my heels. And I wouldn't let anybody tell me that, Star, why are you going to the church? I mean, you just came from the bar yesterday. In a, okay. You know, so basically you need to understand yourself. If, if, if you want a relationship with God, if you want to have fun, at the end of the day, it's all about you and Getting setting your mind it straight. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, Star. Thank you for having me. I've had such a blast. You're funny. <laughs> 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 you too, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Girls Aloud, supported by Zim Culture Fund. Join us next episode as we tackle more interesting girl issues. Mm-hmm.